0: Happy Friday, Paige Browning here from the KUOW newsroom in Seattle, where the sun now sets at 4.30 p.m. as we move further into the big dark. Here's a wrap on today's top stories in our region. It's Friday, November 17th. We start in Burien today. The city government is threatening legal action against a church a church that's opened a tent site for homeless people. Casey Martin reports.
1: A letter from Burien City Attorney to Oasis Home Church doesn't explicitly say the city will sue, but might have no choice other than to, quote, seek imminent legal action. Last week, Oasis Home opened its parking lot up as a space for 30 people to set up their tents. The city said the church first needs a temporary use permit. The group that runs the tent site says they don't need a permit since the tents are on private property and cites a state law about religious groups having the right to shelter homeless people. Attorneys for the church have not yet responded to requests for comment. The church site is one of the only places for homeless people to set up a tent in Burien since the city council passed a ban on camping in parks. So far, about four tents have been set up at the parking lot, which includes bathrooms and a dining area. Casey Martin, KOW News.
0: Whale hunting may start again soon off the coast of Washington by the Macaw tribe. Tribal members have spent 18 years trying to get a waiver to the federal ban on whale hunts. Today, the U.S. government released a proposal to allow the harvest of five gray whales a year with approval from the federal government ahead of time. It's part of a final environmental impact statement issued today. Whaling is a Macaw tradition and goes back some 2,000 years as part of their essential diet. The Macaw Reservation is on the very northern tip of the Olympic Peninsula, encompassing Nia Bay. Elsewhere in the water, check this out. A group of local shipwreck enthusiasts believe they've found a long-lost steamship at the bottom of Elliott Bay. Alec Cowan has the story.
1: The SS Dix sank in 1906 after colliding with the SS Genie near Alki Point in Seattle. At least 39 passengers were killed in the wreck, which remains the deadliest in Puget Sound history. Jeff Hummel, CEO of Rockfish Incorporated, found the vessel using sonar and a remote-operated vehicle. He hopes future excursions can shed light on why and how the vessel sank. We know that when it hit the bottom, it sort of made like a crater in, in the bottom of Elliott Bay. And so the question is, like, well, how did the bow you know, get hit? Did it you know, sort of get run over more by the, the vessel? You know, We don't know the answer to that question yet. For now, rockfish doesn't plan to salvage anything from the wreck and are exploring legal options with the state to protect the wreck as a gravesite. Alec Cowan, KUOW News.
0: We have a new endangered species, western gray squirrels. Washington State has decided to list them after a review of the large tree squirrels. Correspondent Courtney Flatt has the details today.
2: It's hard to know exactly how many western gray squirrels are in Washington, but the state's Department of Fish and Wildlife says it's safe to say there aren't many. Most are isolated in Okanagan and Klickitat counties and in the South Sound area. The squirrels were listed as threatened in Washington in 1993. Taylor Cotton is with Fish and Wildlife. He says since then, the squirrels have lost about 20% of their important habitat to things like development and wildfires. But he says there's hope.
1: I'm optimistic that we have mechanisms we can pull on to advance recovery of the species.
2: Cotton says where there's good habitat, the squirrels are doing well, like a reintroduced population at Joint Base Lewis-McChord, south of Tacoma. I'm Courtney Flatt. In
0: health news, today wrapped up day four of a big nurses' strike in Everett. Roughly 1,300 nurses at Providence planned to strike until Sunday morning. From the hospital's end, Christy Carrington is the chief executive for several Providence locations. She says they brought in more than 500 replacement nurses.
1: While we are staffed to meet our patient needs without any interruption, our current operations would not be sustainable on a long-term basis.
0: Nurses say staffing levels and pay are their biggest concerns. Providence says it has offered a 21.5% raise over three years. Nurses say that's not adequate to make positions competitive with area hospitals. Here are the other headlines of note today. The trial of the Tacoma police officers accused of killing black resident Manny Ellis is now delayed because of COVID. Two jurors have tested positive, so trial won't pick up again until after Thanksgiving. Bremerton police fatally shot a 49-year-old man this morning who they say was a suspect in a homicide. He had barricaded himself, according to the Kitsap Sun. A woman was also shot and is in hospital care. No officers were injured. In layoff news, Amazon is letting go of several hundred people in its Alexa division. The company notified employees about the job cuts today, saying it's intended to let the company focus more on generative A.I. We haven't heard where these jobs are located. And if you see and hear a lot of Twilight references this weekend, it's because Monday is the 15th anniversary of the first film's release. And Twihards will be at the SIF Cinema Egyptian, where the director, Catherine Hardwick, is doing a QA and a screening tonight. And that's a wrap from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle. Our producer is Andy Hurst, and I'm Paige Browning. We'll be back on Monday. See ya!